Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise Okay, some of you said no and some of you said the correct answer By now, I think you should know what time it is It's a special time It's testimony time! And we want to welcome our sister, Francesca, to give us a very special testimony. So this is Francesca. Francesca, tell us where you're from and what your testimony is about. And I'm from the Greater Love Choir. (laughs) And what is your testimony about? My testimony is about how God blessed me with two new jobs. Wow. Two. 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 Okay, so Francesca, tell us, how did this all begin? (laughs) So last year, in 2018... um, I decided I wanted to apply for a new job within my field. Um, I saw all my colleagues were moving up and moving on, and I said, I should be doing the same. I like to progress. Um, so started applying, applying, got a lot of interviews, but didn't get anywhere with them. And I was completing my postgrad course at the same time, so I thought, let me put the applications on hold and complete my postgrad course instead. So after that was out of the way, started applying again, and um, applied in October 2018, didn't hear anything. So you were applying, applying, yeah. nothing was coming back. Didn't hear Everyone was being promoted, yeah. you weren't being promoted. No. Okay. But even now, I still believe that God had a plan for me, so I just relaxed a bit. Um, on the 17th of November now, that's six weeks before 31st night, so always mark that in your calendar, 17th of November is six weeks before 31st night. So mark if you're expecting a breakthrough, wait on that day. So I woke up that morning, and usually... I make like confessions to myself because I'm quite confident in myself. So I make these confessions. Wow. The of God. I mean, you have to encourage yourself. Wow. Yeah. So what did you confess on that day? So I confessed on that day. I said, you know what, Franny, this year will not pass without God sending your breakthrough. So I went to work. And um, that same day or a few days later, I got, in, I got an, um, an email saying we'd like to interview. So I said, yep, step one. So I went to the interview on the 28th of November, but I fell seriously ill. So I was on the train and I was just crying. And I phoned my mum. I was like, Mum, I want to come home. And she was like, No, 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 no. I didn't train you to give up. Go for your interview. So I went for my interview. I was in pain. And um, I didn't want to tell them what the pain was, but I was in pain. And um, I thought the interview was quite shambolic, actually. So this is just a total flop. So I got on the train and I went home. As I, got off, as I was on the train, I was listening to Bishop's, Bishop Dag's um, prophet. I'm sorry. 
message for favour, prayers for favour. And he gave me the example of the footballer that comes on. He scores all the goals, but he's just not recognised. And then, um, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and then he said, so you can be good and still not be chosen, and you can be, you cannot be good, you might not have been good, but you'll still be chosen. So I said, yeah, the second one sounds like me, so I'll be chosen, even though that interview was a nightmare. So you learnt from the prophet that it's yeah. favour that you need. Favour, yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, fast forward now, 21st of December, second job um, comes through, saying they want to interview me. But on the same day, got two double emails, at exactly the same time, first job saying, the one that I thought that went bad said, congratulations, we'd like to offer you the job. Wow. So like, yeah. The second one was, we'd like to interview you. So I was like, yeah, I'll go for both. Then fast forward to 31st night, Bishop Richard was saying, um, some of you will be choosing between jobs, you'll be choosing between those things. So I said, that sounds like me. <laughs> uh, fast forward to 17th of January, had the interview for the second job. February the 15th, um, I had the email to come through to say, congratulations, we'd like to offer you the job. So I was like, oh, wow. So, so after all it. of the jobs that you were applying for yeah. before, nobody was getting back to you. <laughs> right. Then you heard the prophet's prayer. Yeah. One job came. Yeah. Then another job came. Yeah, Receive right. it in Jesus' name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what would you like to tell everybody that's heard this powerful testimony? Yes. Um, believe in the prophet. Believe in what Bishop is preaching, especially in the faith encounter services. And don't just say, I receive it. Work hard and actually confess to yourself every morning in the mirror before you leave your house so if you're praying that it will be mine the thing that you're wow. hoping for it will be yours so, wow yeah. let's give it up for Francesca and keep on clapping for our brother James So James, tell us where you're from and tell us what your testimony is about. Yeah. Hi, my name is James and I'm from the Great Love Choir. Wow. I feel like some favour is in the Great Love Choir at the moment. Okay. What is your testimony about? Yeah, my testimony is about how I found favour in my uni. Wow. So tell us. Yeah, so basically um, a new semester was about to begin and I actually checked my email for the new timetable but when I checked I got an email from my university telling me that I had failed all three attempts for a particular module Mercy. and as such I had been academically withdrawn from the university. So they were taking you out Yeah, it was, a nice, it was a nice way of telling me that I've been sacked from the university. <laughs> Forgive. So I called the university to find out what was going on and I also called, because I'm a master's student and my course is in line with the ACCA. So I was supposed to get an exemption for that module. So I had to call the ACCA and they told me that they gave me the exemption, but I decided not to take it. You decided not to take it? I, I don't know where they got that news from. Oh, wow. They told me I decided not to so take it. So they sacked you from the course and then they blamed you? Exactly. Say forgive. Oh, and so I told them that was not the case. And they said, okay, they're going to put me on hold while they look into it. Did they say that it was likely that you would be able to get back on the course? Yeah, they told me that it was likely because once you forfeit your exemption, you can't reclaim so it. So it's very unlikely. Very unlikely. Wow. Okay. So at that moment, they put me on hold for 10 minutes. And in the beginning, I was just, I felt like my life was coming to an end. It was just crumbling down. I was like, how am I going to explain it to my mom? Because I was actually trying to come up with a strategy to go around my mom, come up with a nice, powerful excuse. 
but I realized that it wasn't going to work. And then I remembered um, one of the services, LP Marcella gave a testimony about a situation that she had at work, and Bishop prayed for her. And I remembered in another message, Bishop Pritchard said, if I say it is well, you better believe it is well. Wow. And he said, if I say be favored, you better believe You better be believe favored. it. So those 10 minutes, it was all hands on deck. I decided to pray. I was making declarations that this is not my portion. I shall overcome. Wow. I am a faith person and I shall be favored in Jesus' name. Wow. Wow. So then what happened next, James? So... After 10 minutes, um, they got back to me and they said that they've put my documents through to be assessed again, and, but they don't know what the outcome would be. I said, okay, no problem. I'll just wait. They said 10 to 15 working days. On the seventh day since I spoke to them, I just said, let me call them to follow up. Just follow up. And they took my details and they said my exemption was awarded an hour ago. Wow. So after telling you it's your fault, it's unlikely, we've sacked you, and it's your fault. They told you that you're back. They told me I'm back. It had already happened. It had already happened. Wow! Give it up for Jesus! So James, what do you want to tell us? Um, as, all I want to say is that as you are here for the faith encounter service, you must believe that the bishop shall say something into your life, and it will happen practically. Wow! Amen. Wow, thank you, James. Put your hands together and keep on clapping because it's time for the favorite Greater Love
I was supposed to be in the routine, but I was busy when they were having rehearsal. Well, we've come to the most pertinent time in the service. Amen. The Bible says in Jeremiah 3.15 that I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Everything that you've seen so far in this service is just an appetizer. Now you are about to have the main meal. A full course by the time you leave this place. And I believe that your joy will be full. Your life will be full. And most of all, your faith will be full. So let's clap our hands and welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Sing it as your confession this afternoon. Nothing is impossible to those who believe and stay. I believe God's word is still the same. I believe it too. And I expect a miracle today. Come on, sing it. as we pray father thank you for a blessed opportunity to receive a miracle and for the word of god to be proven in our lives today lord thank you for the blessed word pure word proven word that you have prepared for us today heal us bless us change us save us deliver us lord through your word thank you for a blessed time in your holy presence let your will be done let your kingdom come lord your kingdom of power your kingdom of righteousness let it be established amongst us today i give you thanks and i give you praise for this beautiful afternoon in christ jesus name i pray and everybody shouted amen Amen. god bless you you may take your seats And let's hear the word of God I'm about to preach, don't worry Um, I think last week I mentioned to you that we are taking a break from um, faith, isn't it? So I want to start just for a couple of weeks, two weeks, three weeks I want to talk to you about becoming a soul winner Yes, because I want you and I want this entire church to become a church 
of soul winners. People that whatever you do, whatever you do. Are you listening to me? I've started preaching. Those of you who are shouting, preach. This is it. This is preaching. This is preaching. Okay, so whatever you do, wherever you are, wherever you find yourself, I want you to be a soul winner in that place. Should I say it again? Wherever you are, whatever you do, wherever you find yourself, I want you to be one thing in that place. Be a soul winner. A winner of souls. A winner of souls. So in this church, we are all being converted and becoming soul winners. Is there anybody here who is against it? Yes. So we are we are soul winners. That's what we are. That's that's our main that's the main thrust of the church. That's what we'll do. Even even if I preach on this topic for just today, I want you to remember for the rest of your life and for the rest of your stay in the church that here, 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 everything that we do, anything that we do is towards turning out souls. More souls must be saved. More souls must be saved. And you see, when I say more souls must be saved, I want us really practically be able to point at somebody in the church and say that I led this person to Jesus. I led this person. How many of you got saved in this church? Here, first love. Lift your hand up high above your head. High, high. Yes, a lot of you, a number of you got saved here. So you will see that already there's soul winning. But more souls can be saved. And more souls must be saved. And more souls are going to be saved. More souls are going to be saved. So we're going to talk about becoming a soul winner. And I'm going to give you a few reasons why you must be a soul winner. Um, and you're going to be very powerful soul winners. Amen. Yes, you're going to be very, very powerful soul winners. And, and you are going to enjoy winning souls. You see, you have, to, you have to enjoy. That's why I'm going to give you the reasons so that you will enjoy it. You will enjoy being a soul winner. A center leader is a soul winner. A center leader is a soul winner. A pastor is a soul winner. A bishop is a soul winner. A, a what? A, a, a greater love singer is a soul winner. Amen. A dancing star is a soul winner. Amen. We dance so that souls will be saved. Amen. We sing so that souls will be saved. Amen. Yes. So everything is geared towards winning of a soul. Nothing else. Nothing else. We don't have any other reason. The only reason why we do what we do is for souls to be saved souls to be saved souls to be saved so everybody has to start thinking of yourself as a soul winner no entertainment no jokes even when it looks like we are having fun we are being happy we are laughing we are whatever behind it behind it is this all important reason of a soul must be saved 
in the midst of the fun. How many of you have fun when you come to church? Yes, yeah, so in the midst of the fun, in the midst of the happiness, in the midst of the laughter, in the midst of being blessed is that a soul must be saved. A soul must be saved. So we enjoy soul winning. And I want you to enjoy soul winning. I don't want any demon to tell you that there's something more important than winning of souls. That's, that's. The last time, the last time I read my Bible and then somebody tried to prevent souls being won, I was surprised at the response of Jesus. He said, get behind me, Satan. The last time I checked, you can also check your Bible. When Jesus said to somebody that get behind me, Satan, that person was trying to prevent souls from being saved was trying to stop Jesus from dying and shedding his blood for souls to be saved. And Jesus called him Satan. So next time you meet somebody who tries to tell you that there are other things in Christianity other than soul winning, tell the person that 1623. 1623. The last time I checked my Bible, someone tried to stop and prevent souls from being one. He was called Satan because it can only be Satan who would who would share, teach, propagate a message that is anti-soul winning or anti-soul winning. It's only Satan. It's only Satan. It can, it, can, it can only come from the pits of hell. So everybody here, everybody here, those who are actively winning souls and those who are yet to join are being told And I'm telling you that winning of souls is the most important thing in the life of a Christian. There's nothing more important than that. It is is more more important than passing your exams. Oh, yes. It is more important than getting a beloved. You know beloved. How many of you know what a beloved is? Yes. Yes. This church, we don't say girlfriend and boyfriend. We say beloved. Beloved. Because when we get into a relationship, it is with the intention of getting married. That's the plan. We don't play around. We don't, we don't play around. We, we like it. I mean, and we like it too. We really enjoy it. I'm always happy when I see somebody who's got a beloved. I'm very, very happy. I don't know. It feels like, it feels like Christmas has come again. Yes, I'm very happy when people, when people like people. I mean, love is such a beautiful thing, isn't it? Yes. It's a beautiful thing. It has a beautiful feeling. Even when it's not you and it's someone, it has a way of making you happy that someone is in love. Yeah. That's why we like to sing love songs. My beloved is mine and I'm my, and I'm my beloved. You can see that it just gives nice, sweet, yes. It's like there's happiness. Yes. May you have a beloved. Amen. Yes. May your beloved be yours. Amen. And may you be your beloved too. Amen. Yes. Mm. Are you receiving it? Yes. So, so, 
So we don't say boyfriend, girlfriend, because it's not like... Yeah, exactly. I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is. You say, beloved, have a beloved. He's my beloved. And she's my... And we don't do, and we don't do ninja beloveds. Do you know ninja? Everything is public. If you say this is your beloved, that's it. Yeah, with your beloved. What are you ashamed of? Yes. Yes. We don't hide. The day I locked on. <laughs> well, let me finish my sentence. I locked on to a certain sister. And I said, I said, this one, this one is going to be my beloved. This one. Yes. And today she's my wife. Yes. But listen to my listen to what I'm saying. You see, the talk about beloved it gives a good feeling, isn't it? Yes. You wish we could talk about it every day, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a nice feeling. I don't know. At least you're making me feel normal. That I'm not the only one who likes such such things. Do you like such things? Do you enjoy such things? Yes. You know, the day when I decided, I went straight to my pastor's house. Yes. I know his house was very far away from where I live. Far. But I went. I went without appointment. And I went to his house. It took him over an hour to come out. I don't know whether he was, he was also trying to make a point that I'm not expecting you. But I said, I've come. I said, I'll wait. I waited. It took over an hour. I don't know what he was doing, but it took over an hour. And then he came out. When he came, I told him that, you know, I, I, there's, no, there's no problem. I don't need prayer or deliverance. <laughs> I just want to tell you that this sister in the church, I like her. And I'm sure she likes me too. Because he asked, Are you, what about her? I said, oh, that one dear. It's finished. <laughs> if I didn't know, I wouldn't be here. I've done all my tests. Everything I can see that she's dying. She's dying. She's dying. I mean... If she doesn't get me, I mean, her world will really be traumatized. (laughs) (laughs) So, he said, no problem. We should pray about this. I have prayed already. I said, I've done everything before I've come. I said, it's not, it's not today. It's not like I just had some wishful, wishful thinking. And I've, I've, done, I've done everything. I'm just coming to tell that, look, before I say anything, I just want you to know, in case you rather have a revelation that she's a witch, so you can tell me. Uh-huh. But it's not like I'm coming for deliverance or to compare notes of it, go and pray. I have prayed, I have fasted, I have cast out every, I've cast out every imagination, cast down every thought, I've done everything. <laughs> everything. 
everything. Before I've come to you, I've done everything. So now he didn't have much to say. He said, okay. She's a good person. I said, that's all I wanted to hear from you. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And we parted. Here we are. So why am I even telling you all this? Yes. But you're enjoying it, isn't it? But I'm saying that we are soul winners. So your beloved, getting a beloved is no more important than winning a soul. Yes, that's what I was telling you. And I had to tell you this story about what a beloved is. So telling a, so church, if you're new around, we don't do boyfriend, girlfriend. No, 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 no. We do beloved, beloved, beloved. We, we, we pray, we lock on, we choose. And it is whether she has, you see, because today she has hair. Next week you said the hair is different. You, should, you shouldn't be shocked. You should like her beyond her hair. Like her beyond it. Yes. Listen. Today she's smiling. Next week she may be a little grumpy. No, we are working on all the grumpiness of the sisters. We are working on it. We are, we are teaching them how to behave. That you can't be grumpy and be moody and be. We are teaching them. So all those, all those gremlins will leave them. Okay. So, I teach them, they are learning. Yeah, so, today when she's smiling, next week she's, you know, grumpy and um, giving you attitude. Be brave. You, see, you have to be brave. You have to be brave and know that that's the future. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you have to pray and cast. You see, you have to cast, cast that spirit out early. Without laying on of hands, cast it out at home. <laughs> yes, be like the man who said to Jesus, I stand here and say something. You to you are a man of God, stand in your house and say, That spirit in that sister, I cast it out. Yes. Yes. But by the way, what you see, what you, you will get. It's called seesaw, yes. What you see is what you saw. Yes. So you, you have to know that not, 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 much, not much is going to change. So when you, what you see now you don't like, leave it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So sisters, in the light of that, always be at your best behavior. Yes. Because as you can see, there are more of you than the brothers. So you get somebody who seems to have locked on best behavior, best behavior, best behavior. Do you understand? Mm, don't say I didn't tell you. <laughs> because I've told you, I've advised you. It's good advice I've given to you. Best behavior. Never think you are doing anybody a favor. Best behavior. Always smile. Smile. Respond. Respond to messages quickly. And don't respond, don't respond with one word. Just the letter K, K, K. There's a full stop. And don't, are you listening? Look, I'm talking about soul winning, but I'm just giving you a few tips here and there. Also, are you listening to me? Also, don't, even when you are busy, don't say you are busy. 
don't, don't use such words. Don't use words that put someone off. Don't use such words as such as I'm busy or I'm this. Don't, don't say such. Be, always be okay. Yes. Happy to hear from you. Are you busy? Don't say yes. Don't say yes. I'm busy. You're busy doing what? What do you do? The world has been created already. What other job can you get greater than creating the world? So you are busy. God created the world a long time ago. You are busy. In the world, he's finished. He finished everything. He finished everything in six days. Seven days, he rested. One email you have to send, you are sitting somewhere. Yeah, obviously, you are sending an email and drinking coffee, say you are busy. As though we haven't worked before. We have worked before. You are just sending emails. Or finishing your dissertation. Which you've been at for how many months now? Please. We've been to school before, and we've worked before. Anyway, so soul winning are you ready to become a soul winner you want to be a soul winner I am a soul winner (laughs) I said I am a soul winner Sit down. <laughs> so, we're going to become soul winners. Soul winners. It's more important than anything that's going on in your life. Anything that's going on. Soul winning is the key. You know, if you've ever read this book, which I think you should read, many are called. My favorite chapter is actually the last chapter, which is called The Unchanging Purpose of Christianity. Yeah, that's my favorite chapter in that book. The last chapter, The Unchanging Purpose of Christianity. And it talks about John 3.16. And change. It doesn't, the, the, pep, the purpose for Christianity doesn't change. Your life may be changing, going through different seasons. You go through different seasons and phases of life. But is it every phase of life feels as though it's the most important thing? Can you see me? Can you see me telling you that I, uh, getting a beloved, I had to go to my pastor's house to go to? It was like a very major project then. But, but look at my life today. I don't need a beloved. I don't want one. I don't even think about one. But I've been through a phase. But when I was going through that phase, and whichever phase I'm in now, John chapter 3 and verse 16 has not changed. It's still John 3, 16. The purpose of God, that none should perish. None should perish. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish. It's still there. It hasn't changed. 
I have gone through different phases. You have gone through different phases. But it hasn't suspended God's purpose for sending his only begotten son into, into the world. He hasn't changed it. You'll be thinking that today, I don't feel like this. I don't feel like that. I feel this way. But it doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything. You may say, I don't want to be a missionary. But it doesn't change, it doesn't change God's aim for missions. That there are, there are places that people need to go to and preach the gospel. It doesn't change it. You may be too busy for God, but God will find someone to replace you. Yes. You may be saying, I don't want to be a Basenta leader. I'm looking at the wives of our missionaries. They've come. They've come to do uh, another project. We sent them to go and save souls, but they've come back with other plans. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing, but whatever it is, what I'm saying is that it's like a face of life, but Look, be it known unto you that in Grenada, in Guadeloupe, God's mind about those islands haven't changed. Even though you seem to be engaged with other things, you know, there are side necessary, necessary things, it's not necessary, it's not a necessary things that you seem to be attending to. It doesn't mean that therefore God has stopped his main thing that he wants to do. The main thing is still the main thing. Even though you have other things that you are doing or other things that you have added to your work. When Jesus, when Jesus came, did Jesus notice that he didn't marry? Mm-mm. And I will be there, we hear that uh, Jesus' wife has gone to Cairo to go and give birth. He didn't. He didn't do any of those things. That's, that's why it even shows that we are human and he is God. So he stayed, he stayed with what he was saying to do. He stayed with it. We have, we, so which makes, which makes this message that I'm sharing with you, makes it more meaningful because we have other things, if you like distractions, things that take our time a bit, necessary things, necessary things, not bad things or evil things. Necessary things. Okay, I need to attend to this for a little bit. But see, whilst you have turned your head, I'm saying that God, God hasn't changed. He doesn't waver. There's no, there's no wavering. There's no wavering with God. He doesn't waver. He doesn't turn to the left or to the right. He stays. He stays with what he said he would do. He stays with it. That's why I like that, that chapter. I really like that chapter. The unchanging purpose of Christianity is so winning. So winning. The lives will be saved. Lives will be saved. You see, it gets to a point where you say, exams time has come, isn't it? So it's almost like, exams time has come. I need a bit of break or whatever. Look, it doesn't change what God wants to do. During exams time, somebody dies, they'll still go to heaven or hell. Yeah. It doesn't change it. It doesn't change it. So, the first reason for soul winning, the first reason why you must become a soul winner, and um, I'm reading from the book called Tell Them by Bishop Dag Hewan Mills. Tell Them. The book has 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. But we can't do 120 reasons today. So I'll talk to you about a couple of them. A couple, but then 
to be done. But I just, I just want you to know, so when it must be your number one thing. Number one. Number one. I want, I want you guys to be lovers of souls. Lovers. Lovers of souls. That somebody must be saved. Someone must give his life to Jesus. Somebody must be added to the church. You see, when, when you see a church, a church, a church is a group of people that are saved. That's the church. So the larger the church becomes, it means more people have been saved. Don't, don't make, don't make, don't choose, don't choose what you want to choose in your work with God. Choose what God, choose what God has chosen. Choose that one. What God chooses is what you must choose. That this is what God is doing. This is what God is interested in. And everything else shall be added. Everything else that you want shall be, shall be solved. It shall be solved. You have to be hard followers of God's will. Hard followers of what God wants and what God likes. Not partial, partial, passive, passive believers. Hmm. Number one, you must be a soul winner. I'm giving you reasons. Do you like reasons? You must be a soul winner because that is, that is soul winning, is the great commission, great command, great mandate, great instruction, and great order given to us by the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is a great commission. It is a great command. It's the great mandate. It's the great instruction. It's the great order. Great instruction. Great order given to us by Jesus. Great. That is, that is to say perhaps the biggest or the most important or the most significant, or the most relevant, or the, or the necessary instruction that he gave. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. There are many things to do, but this one must be done. Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus Every Christian has to know this passage. This is a passage that, described, that is described as the great commission. The great commission or the great command or the great instruction or the great order. These are, these are words that are often referred to as the last, last words of Jesus. His last words, his last instructions. That's what he said. In other words, this one is the most important thing to him. Important thing to him. The words, the words of a dying man or a departing man is different from is different from the words of someone who is leaving the office at 5 p.m. and is coming back at 8 o'clock the following day. They are two different words. Two different words. They're two different things. A dying person. No, this 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 is the last this breath that you have 
is the last breath. So whatever you, you want to say, you will say the most important thing because after that, there's, you don't have a chance to say anything again. So you will think of all the things you need to do. All the things you need to say. All the things you like to say. All the things. All the things. I mean, they die, a father who, is, who knows that he's, 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 he's living, he's dying. And he's looking at his children. I don't think he would tell them that tidy your room. I'd be surprised if he instructs and says, can you, can you please tell Because once you are alive, you are saying tidy your room. The room is not being tidied. How much more if you are not there? Tidy your room. Or, or I can't imagine him saying that. Make sure you have your bath every day. These are those things you talk about. Have your bath, tidy your room, or make, make sure you eat, you eat well. Make sure you eat your greens. It's not going to be the weight of a dying man. Make sure you, make sure you, eat, you eat your greens. Make sure, that when you, when you have, make sure you have a lot of greens that you eat. Don't just eat, don't just eat the carbs. Eat your greens as well. A dying person, and his children are sitting in front of him, and he's, he's, giving, the, he's giving the instructions on diet. There must be something more important that he will say to them. I don't even think he will say to them, make sure you pass your exams. Because that one, you see, some of the things, life itself will teach you. Life itself will teach you. That's why you see sometimes, you see people, they grow old. And then they, they have taken themselves back to school. Nobody is talking. They have taken themselves back to school. There's no mommy, there's no daddy to say, do this, pass your exam, study. There's nothing. They, as they have grown, they're the ahead of, ahead of um, some mothers, almost grandmothers. And they said they've gone back to uni. About three of them, and I kept shouting, why? 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 I kept shouting, why? Why? Because I've, no, I've known them for about 26 years. And I've been wondering all these things. What have they been walking around doing? Why have they chosen this age? But all of them, all one, two, three, all of them have signed up. They've gone. They're in school with their children. And I was asking, why? I said, life will teach you. Yeah. When your father was saying go, you thought he was jealous. You thought, you thought he was jealous of your shape. So there are some things that there are some things that won't it won't be the most important thing to say because there are other teachers. You see, there are, there are other things to teach you about some things. There are other teachers. Life will teach you. Getting a job will teach you. Your rent, your rent will teach you. Yes, your rent will teach you that you have to pay rent. You have to pay gas bill. It will teach you that hey, organize yourself. How do you pay rent? How do you pay gas bills? Those things will teach you to do it. You don't need the words of a dying man to make you do it. It will teach you. When you see the bill, you say, ah, is this also part of life? So when someone chooses to say some things, this last words, you should know. Especially, especially Jesus Christ. What he says. So there he says, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Verse 19. 
Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Can you see the word teaching? The word teaching, the word teaching that is coming should make you think that it is so winning, so winning is therefore not just talking to someone at Westfield or at the O2 and walking away. But soul winning is linked to church. Church, because they teach it. Where will you get them to teach them? To observe all things. Can you meet somebody at, at Westfield and talk to him from Genesis to Revelation? No, you need a meeting place and put them there and teach them and continue teaching them and continue explaining to them how to live a godly life, how to continue their Christian walk. They have to be taught. Teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. So even teach them to become soul winners. And lo, I am with you always. Even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. This is a great commission. Great commandment. Great mandate. Great instruction. Great order. This is, if you say you know God, you like God, you like Jesus, then do the most important thing that he said. When you're with someone, you see, one of the ways, if you like, of becoming a favorite or even, or even keeping your place and your position is that you have to learn to do what an important person likes. Yes. You, you, you have to figure out what works. What works here? What works here? What works? You don't, you don't, come, you don't come with what you think should work. You don't come with what you know. As when you come, you have to observe what works. What works. Because if you don't do what works, you'll be fired. you lose your place. You don't, you, don't, you don't go to a place and tell the important person what you think is good for him. You have to find out. You have to find out and figure out what does he like? What does he like? What does he like? I had someone preaching at a wedding recently, and the person was saying was saying to the to the bride. He said to the bride that you know your your husband your husband is not your father. They are two different people. To us, you are going. Don't treat him like your father. And then said to the groom, your 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 wife is not your mother. So don't expect her to do everything like your mother does. As I, said, I, said, I thought to myself, this is, this is very good advice that he's giving to them. So you can easily go thinking that my father used to like this, my father used to like this, go and treat him like your father. But he doesn't like it. He doesn't like what your father likes. He's not your father. Mm-hmm. Neither is she like your mother. She can't cook like your mother. That's if your mother can cook. She can't cook like your mother. You discover as you're married that oh, every day all the eggs are scrambled. Sunny side up doesn't exist in your house. It's always scrambled. 
He's always crumbled. He has, he has to, it's, 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 by the time it, even the shell is cracked, it's crumbled. Yes. When you see somebody saying that, me, this is how I like it. This is how I like it. Then they take a fork in a bowl. Then they, it's being whisked. He said, this, I mean, this is how I like it. Me, this is how I like it. I, when somebody announces, this is how I like it. What it means is that they don't know how to do anything else. They don't know anything else. But if they knew, they'll ask you, how do you want it? But they'll say, this is how I like it. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice like this. It's nice. That's how my mother used to do it. And that makes two of them who can't cook. This is how my mother used to do it. That makes two. Two of them. You've just discovered two of them who don't know how to do things. Always. Always be interested in what does the person like? What does he like? What does he like? What is he into? What is he interested in? What makes him happy? What, what will make him favor you? What will make him like you? What, what will make God like you? What will make God interested in you? You have things that you like. How about if you have things that you like? Yeah, you. A tiny dot on the earth like this. You, you have things that you like. How much more God? God also has what he likes. He hasn't hidden what he likes from us. He said, what I like, what I like, what I like is this. Go to the world. Go to the world. Teaching them. Go to the world. Preach to the world. Win souls. Convert souls. This is what I like. This is what I like. You like keeping fit, isn't it? I can't remember who. If it's you, I forgot. You. I can't remember who it was. If, if it's you, forgive me. Somebody sent me a message. He said that they are going to the gym. So I asked a question. I asked a question. I asked a person a question. I said, "The gym and your prayer life." I said. If you spend more hours in the gym than you spend in your prayer life, I said, you're already confused. I didn't want to say you are failing. I said, you are confused. It's confusion. Your work, your work with God is already messed up. Spend more time in the gym than with God. You can lift metals. It's not, it's not a sin. It's not a sin to lift metals. But you could be lifting metals like that. And then you change to another one, to steps. Steps. So you're stepping. Then you say now you are climbing higher. So you change it. You are going higher. Uphill. Then you start changing. Downhill. Then you change it to rowing. And you are sweating, you have a towel around you. It's like a real And you can't, you can't stay in a room. You can't stay in a room and start. Then you are confused. Then you have a problem. 
They have a problem. Because my Bible, the last time I checked, the last time I checked, it was in the Bible then. The last time I checked, it was there. I don't know whether it's still there, but the last time I checked, the Bible said, the Bible said, bodily exercise profiteth little. Thank God that there's profit, but little. Little. Small. Do you understand small? Small. It profits, but small. Yes. Prophet is little there. Ah, it's still so it's still there, it's still in the Bible. Okay, yeah. The last time I checked it was there. I didn't know whether it was there. It's, it's lost. It's, but it's there. Yes. But godliness is profitable unto all things, including your health. All things, godliness, all things, all things. Godliness covers everything. So it's like, I would rather please God than be like God than please myself. Yes, godliness, all things, everything, everything. Because you, you like to live long so you can preach more. Yes. Yeah. So you like to look after yourself so that you can win more souls. Not so that the girls will be dazzled when they see your when they see your chest moving. They see your chest behaving like like flat floodlights. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I'm talking to you about soul winning. I'm talking to you about soul winning. The soul of your friend. The soul of your neighbor. The soul of your schoolmates. The soul of your colleagues. Very important. Very, very important. Very, very, extremely important. It would be strange if you don't care. You don't care about people you sit in the same class with. People you work with. People you live in the same community. You see, those of you who live in um, tower blocks, one of the things you have to do is to move floor by floor on evangelism. Floor by floor. Go through the floors. Go through the floors with books. With how to be a a strong Christian. And what it means to be born again. You must be born again and avoid hell. You, have, you, you must organize stacks of this book and go floor by floor. Knock, witness, convert, pray for them and give them a book and move to the next. Move floor by floor. Floor by floor. Don't, don't live there and, and just say to yourself, that, I, I am here. I, I am here. And complain, and complain about the state of the left and this. You don't, you don't know what really matters. You don't, you don't know real problems in this life. There's no real problems. You must care. A soul, your neighbor's soul matters. It matters to you. It should matter to you because it matters to God. God is interested about that soul. That soul is on its way to hell because you never opened your jaws to speak. Yeah. Yeah. You never said a word. You didn't care. See, all those people that you see around with a rough life, a bizarre life, they are that, they are that way because we don't talk. Who 
What were you like before you got saved? What were you like? What were you like? Were you not just like them? If you can be saved, they can also be saved. Know what is important to God and stick to what is important to him. Just stick to it. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. And when Satan speaks and tells her every day, every day you say you're going to evangelism, every day, every day, every day, every day evangelism, know that Satan's speaking. No, the last time somebody tried to stop salvation, he was called Satan. Yes. Every day, every day I go evangelism. Every day he says so winning. Every day so winning. Every day so winning. Every day so winning. So what else is there? What else should we do? Marriage seminars are not more important than so winning. Pastoral appointment is no more important than so winning. It is not. It is not. There has to be souls before you can even be appointed. There has to be souls. There has to be souls before you can be appointed to take care, to continue with the great commission. Because if you appoint you, who are you going to teach? Where are your souls? Where are the people? Where are the people that you have gathered and that you gather? If you want appointment, your pastoral appointment, you want spiritual elevation. Win the souls. There will be a reason I want a reason. I want a reason to have 100 pastors in this church. I want a reason. I need a, I need a reason to have 100 pastors. Otherwise, I'm okay with three. I can work with three. I can even work with two. I, want, I need a reason to have 100 pastors. And that is souls. Because every pastor must have souls that he's looking after. Souls. Souls that are being won. Souls that are being saved. saved. Souls that are being taught to observe everything that Jesus commanded us. Yes, you need the souls. Are you understanding soul winning? Yeah. Okay. So we can move to number two. Number two is that you must be a soul winner because we are, we are, and we are we are all called to this great work of soul winning. Matthew 22 verse 14 says that for many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called. A lot of people are called. Many, many people are called. Not few. If you were God and you sent your only son, to die for the whole world. That whosoever, that means anybody, anybody at all can come. Will you call a few people? Will you use a few people? You use a lot of people. So a lot of people have been given this task of soul winning. A lot, not a few. Not a few pastors. Or a few ministers. A lot. The whole church. That's why I'm saying to you in this church, first love church, that all of us, all of us, the Bible applies to all of us. It's not just third John 2 that applies to you or Psalm 23. 
If 3 John 2, Psalm 23 applies to you, then this also applies to you. Listen to what William Booth said about the call. Do you know William Booth? The founder of Salvation Army. You see a statue at um, Dulwich. Up the road there, yes. You see a statue of he and his wife. Yes, they are there. You should visit such places. It's more important than um, Winter Wonderland. <laughs> he said, William Booth said, not called, did you say? Not heard the call, I think you should say. <laughs> not called? Is that what you said? Not called? You should rather say, I haven't heard the call. Not that you are not called. I haven't heard it. Maybe you have headphones on. Noise cancellation. So you can't hear all the announcement that is going on around you. Take those headphones off and see if you hear what is being said and what is going on around you. Not called, did you say? Rather say, I haven't heard the call. Because many are called. Many. Many. It's your headphones. The issues of life. The things you have buried. You have buried yourself in. Buried your head in the sand like an ostrich. That is what is preventing you from hearing the call. But call. Call. Take your head out. Take the headphones off. You see that. You see that God. He said I stand at the door and I knock. I stand at the door and I knock. Revelation 3.20. I stand at the, behold, I stand at the door and knock. I stand at the door and knock. God is knocking on the door of your, of your, of your heart. He's knocking. He's knocking. He's knocking. He's knocking. Will you work for me? Will you save me? Will you lead souls to me? Will you tell the world? He's knocking. God is knocking. God is knocking. It's knocking some, some of us sometimes in our lives. We've reduced, we've reduced God to like a cat. A cat behind our door scratching, scratching. Scratching all night through, all day through. He's scratching at the door of your heart. Can you let me in? Can you let me in? Will you let me in? Will you, will you allow me scratching? God is scratching. You've reduced him like a cat behind the door. He's scratching. He's scratching. I want to come in. I want to come in. I want to be your friend. I want to walk with you. I want to eat with you. I want to fellowship with you. I want to be with you. He's scratching. Will you work for me? Will you work for me? Will you do something? Will you turn a soul? Will you turn a soul to Christ for me? And what, what is our heart full of? We fill the heart with other things, other ambitions, other dreams. Sometimes hurts and offenses and demons and stupid things. And God is there scratching. Because he doesn't, God, he doesn't give up. Don't think he's giving up on you. He's scratching. As, as you've come here, as you're listening to me, you can see that, you can say, God is interested in you. Yeah. God is interested in you. That's why you're hearing what you're hearing. He's interested in you. He said, you have you've, you've turned him into like a cat. Not even a human being that can just knock once, twice, or even has your number that he can call you. There are easy ways of calling you. A cat, a cat can't dial a number. A cat can't knock on a door. A cat can't speak. So he uses different methods and different ways to get your attention. A, a, a cat is like an attention seeker. He has, has to use a way to get your attention. Hey, I'm here. 
I'm here. I'm here. This is in our life. That's what we've done to God. Finding ways to get your attention. Finding ways. You're waiting to have an accident or something bad to happen. Then you say, ah, God, I've heard you. God, I've heard you. Because your, your, your heart is full of your personal agenda. Boys' business, girls' business. I mean, you're, you're, not, disturbed, you're not disturbed about salvation. You're disturbed about a boy. <laughs> Stand at the door and I knock. If any man, anybody at all, anybody, not if a fair man or a tall man or a woman, or a beautiful woman or a handsome man, he said, any man, God, that, that is God, oh, that is God, any man, any man, any man. You don't want anybody at all in your life. If I sit with you just now about, I start talking about relationship and things, you see, you, you have a plan, you, you have a plan, you have a taste. You have what you want and what you don't want. You have age limits. Age limits. You have a cap, you have a cap on age. You have descriptions and qualifications. You, are, you have a CV you have prepared for person X. You have taste, you have taste for race. But here, this is your God. This almighty God. The person, he can snap, he doesn't even need to snap anything. He can decide, he can decide, he can think. He can think the whole world should be saved. The whole world will be saved. He can decide. Yes, he can. But there he is. If any man, if any man, hear my voice, that this man will care, will care to even listen now for just listen. Just listen. If any man hear my voice and open the door. May you open the door to God today. May you open the door. Hear my voice and open the door. A lot of doors are shut. Yes, we are very busy. We're very busy. Very busy over unimportant things. When souls are perishing, souls are perishing, souls are perishing. You see, I'm a, I'm a pastor. And what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is uh, uh, some of the things I've experienced it. That this, I said, this when I'm you, I said, hey, this is how you treat God. This is how you treat God. You treat God like a cat. Because some, you see, there, there are times I've been working with people, it's as though, it's as though they are doing me a favor. It's as though they are doing me a favor. And it will get to me that, but I don't need this person. I don't need you. Then I have to say, okay, I have to stay humble. It's God's work. It's God's work. So it's okay. You come along with your attitude and your comments and your things. Let's just, let's just stroll along. Let's just stroll along. See, when I think, I say to myself, hey, this is how God sees us. This is how God, this is how God really sees us. I want you to do this. You have reasons why you don't want to do. Say, I don't want to do this. I'm not interested. I don't care. I'm busy. I'm busy. My plate is full. If any man, anybody, anybody at all, anybody at all, anybody at all. That's as soon as you see people that you call foolish. People that you call foolish. Do you understand foolish? People that you call foolish. People that you can go on a campaign, on a campaign that this person is an evil person. Soon you see God will be using them mightily. Yes. Because he wants any man. So as a perfect, good, altogether people don't have room for God. The people with history. You know history? 
the history that we as human beings have underlined, though we are equally guilty. You see them. See them working for God, serving God. Because if any man will open the door, I will come in. I will come in. Please keep your doors open for God. Yes. The day you hear that God is knocking, it's knocking, don't turn him into a cat to be scratching at the back of your door. Before you say, okay, this cat is disturbing me. This cat is disturbing. Let me give him. Let me, let me give him May. I'll just give him May. 2019 May. I'll just give him May. One week in May. He should leave me alone. Hmm. Call. Say you haven't heard. Don't say you are not called. And you haven't heard because of the headphones. Or your ostrich behavior. Ah, I'm preaching. Put your ear down to the Bible and hear him bid you go and pull sinners out of the fire of sin. Put your ear down to the burden, agonized heart of humanity and listen to its pitiful wail for help. Wail for help. Go stand by the gates of hell and hear the damned entreat you. Go to their father's house and bid their brothers and sisters and servants and masters not to come there. You know, you've heard, you've, you, we've read that story before. Lazarus and the rich man. And the rich man got to hell. His message back, his message back is that they are soul winners. That's what he was told. He was told that they are soul winners. They are soul winners there. They are so, imagine, imagine if the soul winners are not winning souls. Heaven is counting on the soul winners. So as he's requesting, he's requesting that Lazarus should move out of Abraham's bosom and go to see his, talk to his five brothers. He's being told that, oh no, you have soul winners there. There's Moses, there's the prophets. Hear them. Now imagine if the Moseses and the prophets, the soul winners, I'm not doing anything. They are dancing. They are watching pornography. They are masturbating. They are into fornication. They are into fighting for boys. And fighting for girls. They are into driving new cars. Getting new jobs. They are into suits. Their testimony about God is suits. Their testimony about God is shoes. The people, heaven is counting on them. The record in heaven is that don't bother. You don't need to cross over. You don't need to cross over. It's, 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 it's going to cost. You're going to waste. You're going to waste heaven's courier. Don't cross over. There's, we can't. It's, it's, there are soul winners there. There are soul winners there. There are soul winners there. They should, they should be doing it. They should be doing it. There are soul winners there. They are, they are basenta leaders and they are center leaders. They are there. I mean, they are there working hard for one more soul to be added. Working hard for one more soul. They are there. They are there. They are there. They are there. Imagine God is counting on you. God is counting because of you. His house will be filled. Souls will be saved. And then you're also into other things. You are into other things. Other things are getting your attention. And without saying it, but your actions are saying that to hell. 
You see, I don't expect a Christian to say to someone, go to hell. Because hell is a real place. I don't expect a Christian to use those words, go to hell. Or to hell with you. To hell with you. To hell with you. Do you know hell? Heaven is counting on people. That people won't go to hell. That's his campaign. He's saying that by brethren, I don't want them to come into this place of torment. This is so winning. I don't want them to come to this place. And somebody is saying that, go to hell. I have, I have more important things to sort out. Wait till you get to hell. God forbid. And see what is more important. What is more important? Whether someone else should come there. Or we should stop everything. And rather say, and rather say that to hell, to hell with the discomforts of the earth. Souls must be saved. Souls must be saved. You know John Wesley? Have you heard of John Wesley before? You must know John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist Church. John Wesley. When he married. I can't remember whether the same day or the day after. But he said, he said, he can't find a reason good enough to preach, to preach a day less because of marriage. So he got married. I think the following day he sat on his horse and he went to preach. Of course his wife would be upset. You and I would like to please that woman and make her happy. And make her, she, she will become our personal Holy Spirit. She'll be telling us, she'll be telling us whether we should preach. She will dictate, she will dictate whether we should preach or not to preach. Because we have to go on honeymoon. We have to cheer her up. And we'll be lovers, we'll be lovers of that passage. That when, when, a, when a man comes from war or when a man marries, whatever, he, he has, he gets a year off. We'll be so, we'll be so happy trumpeting it. But a man full of the spirit, he said, it, it doesn't make sense to him to preach a day less. A day less. That is just to take one day off his schedule of soul winning because he's married a woman. There's no reason. But I know you. Woman can direct you. You don't even know that it's called directing. But she's directing you. She's leading you. She's leading you to do the things. You have not even started so winning. Just look at this man. So winning. Wait, eh? Let me let me finish this assignment. Why are you saying wow? Isabel Kuhn, missionary to China and Thailand, she said, I believe that in each generation, God has called enough men and women to evangelize all the yet unreached tribes of the earth. It is not God who does not call. It is man who will not respond. Yes. Yes. What she's saying is that in every generation, there's enough. There's enough people to do the work of God. It's not God who doesn't call people. It's people who never respond to God's call. Though he's standing at the door and he's knocking. 
Once it's not there, even when you peep, even when you peep, even when you peep at him, you, you start discussing your masturbation with him. Now you know you know what I have, you know, my masturbation, can you fix it? This this pornography thing, can you fix it? When you open the door and you stick your neck out like this, you say, you know, I really like I really like that guy. Can you touch his heart for him to marry me? Can you can you touch that? These are the discussions we have with God. These are the discussions we have with him. When you peace it, no God, I'm very stressed about this dissertation. You know, I'm in final year. I'm in final year. I promised my mama that I'll come on with first class. Can you do something about it? These are the discussions we have with God. First class, wife, beloved. If you want a sister to disobey, you try talking to her about beloved. Try. Then you see what is in the heart of her. If you want, if you want her, if you want her to be some way towards, try talking to her. Try tell her slow down, whatever. In in my opinion, sisters are different from guys. If you want obedience and to resolve a problem, save a, a situation, talk to the guys. The guys will obey you faster than the girls. Yeah. I tried it a few hours ago. A few hours, I tried it. I said to a lady, I said, no, 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 no. You should see her. Send me a text every, every morning. Hey, I'm still, I really like, hey, my heart. Hey. So I said, okay, do what you want to do. Then I called him because he is a problem. So I called the problem and I said, you, you know how you are. What you do? One, two, three, four, five. You cannot, you cannot leave someone's sister around the gate. You can't. One, two, three. And he obeyed. He said, yes, bishop. Thank you. It's over. I've sorted it. And he texted me and said, I finished everything. I told him directly to his face. That you, you know how you are. One, two, three. This is how you are. This is, this is how you are. But he obeyed. He obeyed and he's in chest smiling at me. Yes. The sons seem more obedient than the sisters. They, are, they seem to be more obedient and more rational. Did you see her? When I talk to you, you see her? Oh, 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 I can't. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. We are talking. We are talking. You know what you say? We are talking. We are talking. Are you a Sky News presenter? You are talking. So, so what? You are talking. So what? Sometimes I think I want you to be happy more than you want to be happy. We are talking. No, we are talking. 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 He's shamed you. Yes, because he's accepted who he is and he's shamed you. And more obedient. Far more, be a far more. I prefer such a person to be my friend and to be around me. With all his weaknesses and his struggles. I prefer such a person. Oh, we are talking. Oh, we just finished talking. Oh, Mr. Bishop. His messages give me the shivers. You are not thinking. You are not, you are not thinking. Yes, I wish you would think. You are not thinking. You are a hot air balloon. Yes. 
How can you serve? How can you serve God with such a heart? How can you go far? How will you even advance? You can take basic instructions. How would you advance? You see, one day you see such a brother doing well. You say, oh, but I know him. He was like this. He's a heartbreaker. He's a heartbreaker. You, you, he even breaks out. Yours can't be broken. Yours can't even be touched. If you have one. Anyway. So winning. <laughs> Every message has sides to it. So for, for benefits, general life benefits. Yes. General life benefits. Look, look, people appreciate advice. Oh. Appreciate counsel. Appreciate counsel. Watch the person counseling you very well and don't make him talk too much. Watch it. Oh, you just look at the person. Who is speaking? Who is speaking? The thing the Bible says avoid is the counsel of the ungodly. Don't always give me advice. Watch the person carefully. Who is this person talking? What does he know? Why is he saying what he's saying? Why is he telling me to do this? You have to look carefully and be wise. Be wise. No start sweating. I say, oh, Bishop, we are talking. We are talking. Are you a parrot? We've been talking. We are still talking. It's man who has not responded. But you will respond. Amen. First love will respond. Amen. I said first love will respond. Amen. You see, next time we have Swollen Sunday, Salvation Sunday, next time we have Swollen Sunday, Swollen Sunday. That's what I'm preparing you. Next time we have Swollen Sunday, each member, two souls, not ten, not five, not even three. Each person like this. Each person like this. Who understands soul women? Each person like this. Two souls. Two souls. Two souls. You see, you, you see how beautiful serving God is. You see, you see, you suddenly see a harvest that you've never imagined before. You see a harvest. You see souls being won, souls being saved. Because you responded to the call. How many of you are going to make God a cat in your life? A cat scratching. Scratching because you have you have more important things, more important things to do. More important things. Let God in and see. Your sickness, it will disappear. I'm telling you, it will disappear from your life. It will disappear. That thing you've been struggling, it will disappear. It will just disappear. You become, you become blessed and anointed. Beautiful. It's time to close. No problem. Stand to your feet. (laughs) Are you going to be soul winners? You'll be a soul winner. A soul winner. Are you going to be a soul winner? I am a soul winner. Okay. You have to be a soul winner. Soul winner. Yes. You have to be a soul. A soul winner. Uh 
A soul winner. Be a soul winner. The whole church, everybody here. If you're going to be a soul winner, give me a wave. Everybody here must be a soul winner. Souls. 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 And like I'm saying, don't leave them. Don't leave them on the streets. Don't leave them on the street. You bring them to church. Because the, the great commission says that teach them. Teach them. Teach them. Teach them. They have to be in church to be taught. Every Sunday to be taught. They have to be in a center. They have to be part of a bus center to be taught every time there's teaching. Every time there's teaching. There's teaching. Gathering and teaching. Gathering and teaching. That's so winning. That's so winning. Not on the street. Then it's finished. No, that's an incomplete job. And you will pass all your exams. Amen. You hear the testimonies. You will get jobs. It's not, look, these things are not difficult for God. These things are not difficult for God. It's not difficult for him. Don't fret. Don't, don't worry about such things. These things are not difficult for him. Not difficult. He will bless you. He has blessed you. Pour, he will pour blessings over your life. Blessings. 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 Father, thank you for the blessed opportunity to work for you, to serve you, to please you. We want to please you, Lord. We want to be soul winners, Lord. We want to be soul winners. Give us the chance. Touch our hearts. Affect our thoughts, our desires to be soul winners, Lord. To be soul winners, Lord. To establish souls in your kingdom. Souls in your kingdom. I want you to pray. Pray for the anointing to be a soul winner. Pray for that anointing. Pray for yourself and pray, Lord, anoint me to be a soul winner. Anoint me to be a soul winner. Anoint me to be a soul winner. Not just in name, but Lord, with real fruits, Lord. 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 Real souls. Real lives. Anoint me, Lord, that I can produce after my kind. I can produce after my kind, Lord. I'll produce after my kind, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Pray for yourself that you be anointed. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint us, 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 Lord. With your Holy Spirit. Pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself that you be anointed with the Holy Spirit. You be anointed with the Holy Spirit. You be anointed by the Holy Spirit to be a soul winner. To be a soul winner. To be a winner of souls. That nothing becomes important. Nothing is more important. The winning of souls, 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 winning of souls. Pray for yourself, pray for yourself, pray for the Holy Spirit, pray for that anointing, pray for that precious anointing to be a soul winner, 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 to be a soul winner. To be, to become. Ah, Dabiado Shatalabide, Siade, 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 Siade Tosa, Tadayada, Tadayada, 
tarariada tarariada katosha tata tadi bakabata pedo samada pedo samada pedo samada pray to be anointed pray that you become anointed pray that you become anointed pray to be anointed christians anointed believers anointed christians anointed believers believers full of the holy spirit full of power full of power full of the holy spirit pray for yourself that you be christians christians that are anointed christians that are full of the holy spirit pray not Christians with struggles, not Christians with secret sins, but Christians full of the Holy Spirit and the power of God, and the power of God, and the power of God. Kaba shaba taba liba kaba shaba yaba diba kapa liba shanda. Ladidosibada, ladidosibazisto, sibazima, sibadito, sibashema, shibadibaka. Shabeda bela bada baka pasha bata Padide de de Padide de de Padide de de Kapatosa tapa Patasa We need you Holy Spirit We need you Lord Lord we need the anointed We need the anointed We need your power We want your power We want your power Your power to work for you Your power to do your work Your power to do your will Lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you. Thank you for your power. Thank you for the anointing to be soul winners, to work for you, to serve you, to serve you, to do your will, Lord. Let that power be upon these precious souls and these precious lives. The power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit to be so winners, to be great, great teachers in your house, Lord, to establish souls in your kingdom, Lord, and in your church, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. We pray for your power that we shall be witnesses unto you, witnesses unto you. Let the power rest upon us in the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to pray specially for you this afternoon. You're in a special place. You're a special person. Maybe today's your first time or you've been coming to church. You've been around or you've been going to church somewhere. But deep in your heart, you feel far from God. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. And this afternoon, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to be a spiritual bastard. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of God. I want to go to heaven. I want to have a real relationship with God. Pastor, please pray with me. I want my sins to be forgiven. If you're here like that, you say, Pastor, pray with me. While every single eye is closed and every head is bowed. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Quietly lift up your right hand up and I'll pray with you wherever you are. God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. Lift your right hand high. Keep it up. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of God. I want to go to heaven. 
I want to go to heaven. I want my sins to be forgiven. It doesn't matter how long you've been in church. You could be first time, second time, your hundredth time. You've been in church all these years, but no deep in your heart. If you are to die today, you go to hell. Today you want to escape hell. You say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to go to heaven. Just your right hand and I pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see all your hands. I can see all your hands out there. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing for me. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come, come out of your seat wherever you are and come. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. You want me to pray for you. Come. Come and join us right here in the front. Come. 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 Everywhere you are, far, near, come. I'm waiting for you. I'll pray for all of you. I'm waiting. Come. Don't be afraid. Come to Jesus today. Come to Jesus. I think heaven will be alright. Just as long as you're there. As long as there is you. If I never hear the angels sing. In a far of holy land. Come to Jesus. Come. If I never hear him. Come. Not at all. Won't be there to enjoy the view. Come, come. There's room for you here. Come. Just as long as you're there. Yes. waiting for you you want to give your life to Jesus come to Jesus now there's room at the cross come 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 I'm urging you to come it's the best decision come God bless you God bless you God bless you Let's pray together. Those in front, especially, this is your prayer. Say this prayer after me. The whole church, join us as we say this prayer together. 
Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross and rose up on the third day. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me for every sin I've ever committed. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. From today, I surrender myself to you. I give myself to you. I give my heart to you. I want to live for you. Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. I say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. Now say, Satan, shout it out. Say, Satan, I bind you and I cast you out of my life. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer listen to you. I will no longer obey you. I curse you. In Jesus' name, I am a child of God. I am bought by the blood of Jesus. And I am washed with the blood of Jesus. I am no longer yours. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Shout a believing amen. Thank you, Father, for salvation for all these ones. Thank you for a new life and a good life and a better life and a meaningful life. May they be blessed in your house. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Please give them their gifts very quickly. Very quickly, very fast. Mm -hmm. Won't be there to enjoy the view. As soon as you get your gift, you can go back to your seats. God bless you. Heaven will be alright. Heaven will be alright. As long as you're there, as long as there is you. I'm not thinking about the sights. Won't be there to enjoy the view. Keep singing. I think heaven will be alright. Just as long as you're there. Communion stars, are you ready? As long as you're there. As long as you're there. As long as you are there. As long as you're there. Keep singing. As long as you're there. 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 If there were no gates of pearl.
Listen to this passage. Behold, when we come into the land, okay, and the man said unto her, We will be blameless of thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be upon our head, if any hand be upon him. Verse 20. And if thou utter this our business, then will then we will be quit of thine oath which thou hast made us to swear. And then verse 21. And she said, according unto that your words, so be it. And she sent them away and they departed and she bound the scarlet line in the window. Hallelujah. Amen. The scarlet line represents the blood of Jesus. When the blood of Jesus is applied in your life, you are exempted from every harm and from anything that the enemy has intended against you. This afternoon, the drinking of the blood and the eating of the body of Christ shall cause that you shall be exempted from premature death. You shall be exempted from developing any terminal disease and sickness. Cancers are cursed. Any sickness and disease that shall send you to your grave is cursed this afternoon. You shall not die in a car crash. You shall not die in the air. You shall not die by an aeroplane crash. crash. You shall not die by anything the enemy has intended to do against you. You shall not fail. Even if half of your class fail, you shall not be part. You will always be part of the better half. Even if your whole family have failed, you are being exempted from that familiar curse today. This blood you are about to drink subtracts you from every family curse, every family sickness, every family disease, every family problem every family negative trend you are being exempted from it today curses are broken tonight curses are destroyed this afternoon prevailing curses are cursed today in Jesus name you shall no longer walk under that curse you shall no longer reap from that curse you will no longer reap from that problem and that issue because of the blood by the blood through the blood because of the blood your portion shall be mercy this blood shall speak better things than the blood of Abel on your behalf it shall answer for you it shall answer for your past sins it shall answer for your current mistakes it shall cause you to be exempted from failure in ministry failure in the faith Failure in Christianity. 
this blood shall include you amongst the priests of God. Amen. You shall be anointed by the blood. Amen. You'll be anointed by the blood. Amen. You'll be included by the blood. Amen. 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 You will never be a dropout. Amen. You have been included into good things. Amen. All shall be well with you. Because of the scarlet line in the window. When the enemy comes. He will not find you. He will pass over you. Because you are protected. This is the blood. For you to be exempted. You shall be exempted. Every negative thing. Intended against your life. Intended against your family. Your father, your mother, your brothers, your sisters, your children. Any negative thing intended against them is cancelled this afternoon in Jesus name. There shall be life and not death. There shall be rejoicing and not funerals. There shall be happiness and no hospital visits. You are blessed. Father, I bless every bread and I bless every cup. And I declare, this is the body of Christ. And this is the blood of Jesus. As we eat it and as we drink it, it is the cup of blessing. It is life to us. Healing to us. Strength to us, Lord. Let the blood answer on our behalf. Let the blood speak on our behalf. Let the blood speak on our behalf, O God. In Jesus' name. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. The precious blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Close your eyes and lift up your two hands. And thank God for exemption. Known and unknown evils, you have been exempted from it. You have escaped by the blood. By the blood. By the blood. You will never go mad. Your children will never go mad. Your wife will never go mad. Your father will never go mad. Your mother will never go mad. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood. Thank him. Thank him for exemption. Thank him for exemption. Every trend. Trends. Trends of sicknesses. Trends of diseases. Trends of poverty. Trends of failure. Trends of dropping out. Trends of backsliding. You are being exempted. By the blood. 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 Receive your exemption. Receive your exemption. Receive your exemption. By the blood. By the blood. Trends of shame. Trends of embarrassment. Trends of failure. Trends. Trends. Negative trends. Are being blotted out of your life today. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood. Early death is cancelled out of your life by the blood, by the blood, by the blood, by the blood, by the blood. Kashata, Kashatisa, 
Kasha Peter, Kasha Sima, Kasha Dipata, Kasha Dimakosa, Dimete, Sebiete, Pladito, Pledo, Maka, Pledisa, Pledo Shapatasa, Below Divasta, Maka Pata Sapatasa, Payoka, Payaka, be blessed, blessings, blessings of fruitfulness, blessings of succeeding, blessings of success, blessings of excellence, blessings of life. Blessings of health, blessings of riches, blessings of prosperity, blessings, blessings, blessings of finishing what you started, blessings, 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 be blessed, blessed, be blessed, walk in blessings, live a blessed life, have a blessed life, have a blessed life, blessings of happiness, the enemy shall not steal your joy. The enemy shall not blind you. The enemy shall not take away from you what God has sent to you. Blessings. 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 Thank you, Father. Father, thank you. Thank you for miracles. Miracles of healing. Miracles of deliverance. Miracles of causing us to find their route of escape to escape from every trap and snare of the enemy. Thank you for that blessing. Thank you for that blessing. I declare your people blessed, Lord. Bless them that they may be blessed, Lord. Bless them that they may be blessed, Lord. Bless, oh God, that they may be blessed, Father. Thank you for your goodness and thank you for your help. In Jesus' name I have prayed. And everybody screamed, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week. It's real.